Welcome to Caregiver SOS On Air, presented by the WellMed Charitable Foundation with nationally known gerontologist Carol Zernio and veteran broadcaster and attorney Ron Aaron. This program provides health, wellness, and other information for caregivers who are vital to the health and well-being of so many people across our country. Now, here are your hosts, Ron Aaron and Carol Zernio. Well, thank you very much, and welcome to Caregiver SOS On Air. It's about caregiving, and we have, um, I think in the last few weeks, really been focusing on issues around cancer. Um, I don't think it was on purpose, but it's worked out that way. Uh, And so um, we're excited to have... um, Dr. Daniel Vorobyov, and I hope I said that correctly. Well, for folks who may have just joined us, you're Carol Zerniel. Hadn't introduced you yet. Oh, I haven't. Okay. Well, that's okay. That's well, all right. I'm just jumping in talking. Well, that's okay. We, we ought to jump to our special guest who's on our Caregiver SOS on air hotline. And Dr. V, how are you? I am very well, thank you. And Carol, you did very well with my name, yes. Thank you very much. That's cool. Now, I want, I want to uh, talk a little bit about... Uh, what you do as Chief Medical Director of Belong Life, which is a huge social network for cancer patients, caregivers, and healthcare professionals. You've been a, a medical oncologist since 1980. W- what is this nonprofit all about, Belong Life? Okay, very good. Well, thank you for the opportunity to speak to you and uh, to your audience, which I'm sure that um, many of them uh, affected by cancer uh, or their family members, they have heard already about Belong.life. I have been a medical oncologist, as you mentioned, for the past 40 years and, um, and always in the forefront of uh, giving treatment and uh, managing patients' uh, situations and um, helping with their guidance and uh, uh, during the treatment journeys. Um, I retired uh, a year ago or a year and a half ago from from my private uh, practice and uh, found that, uh, you know, I have lots of time and lots of uh, um, knowledge and expertise. And and, um, so one of the things that I became uh, involved with is with uh, this specific startup, which uh, I wouldn't call it startup anymore because I think we have grown quite rapidly now. So Belong.life is actually, um, you can call it the GPS for cancer patients and their families. Uh, We try to guide them. We try to support them. We try to... um, educate them, um, and, uh, you know, be with them during their treatment journeys uh, from the diagnosis onwards. Um, As you know very well, um, you know, to get the diagnosis or to receive the diagnosis of cancer is quite a shock, not just for the patient, but those uh, surrounding uh, the patient. Because those that are around the patient are the ones that have to provide lots of the help, lots of the support, lots of the understanding, and even of the education. So we decided that uh, Belong.life will be for them there 
uh, in their journey. And um, it's an application on the phone. It can be iPhone or Android uh, phone. Um, you just go into the store and uh, you download free um, this application. Um, it's also an anonymous uh, application, meaning you can write to us, you can put um, whatever name you are, uh, you want to put, or you fancy. Uh, you can be direct to us and uh, straight with us, and you can ask questions that uh, hopefully we can answer. And if we don't know, we will uh, guide you where to get more information. Um, the purpose is to give the support, give the strengthening that the patients require while they're going through this difficult time, which sometimes um, they don't get it uh, at the place where they're being um, treated, uh, not because the doctors or the nurses don't want to give it, but because everybody is very busy and everybody requires attention. Uh, but sometimes also there are questions that you have that you don't want to upset the doctor or feel embarrassed with your doctor, and you can write it to us because uh, we don't know you. We, you you're not in front of us. Uh, we, we will answer your question, uh, even the most embarrassing ones. All right, now hold that um, thought. Right. Hold that thought. going to come right back to you. I want to let people know who just joined us. You're listening to sure. Caregiver SOS On Air with Ron Aaron and our co-host Carol Zerniel, and we're talking on our Caregiver SOS On Air hotline with Dr. V and the organization he's now with as medical director is Belong.Life. As you were talking about answering all these questions, I'm imagining a huge staff because you must get hundreds and hundreds of questions. How do you handle them all? Well, first of all, I'm not alone. Um, I think we have built a very nice network of doctors uh, around the globe. Um, we have in excess of uh, 80 or 90 doctors. Um, we have divided the different groups according to cancers and according to situations, such as uh, um, we don't have just uh, groups of cancer. We have groups of, um, for example, nurses. We have groups of radiologists that can interpret uh, x-rays or scans or, or give information in that regard. So we have diverse groups uh, that the patients can join, and they can join more than one group. They are most, most uh, welcome to do that. And um, I do handle some of the groups, correct, uh, but it's impossible for me to handle all the groups. You are right, because uh, even in my group, I get approximately 30 to 40 um, questions or requests every single day. Um, so uh, imagine if I will manage all the groups, that will be a very difficult task. Wow, 40 we to 50 have, questions. Uh, sorry. But do you, 40 to 50 questions, that's a lot. Do, with your, your different groups, do you have, um, I know you're answering questions from a variety of people, but do you right. have um, the persons living with cancer and you have groups specifically for the caregivers? Yes, 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 we do that too. Uh, and um, at the moment, we have in excess of 200,000 
uh, members, uh, patients and caregivers, that they are now members of Belong.life. Um, this is worldwide, and uh, although a large chunk of that, probably 60% of our members, come from North America, but they come also from any, anywhere in the world. Different circumstances, different situations, different economic, uh, um, you know, uh, problems, uh, drugs availability. So you actually have to adjust your your reply to the patients, also according to where they live and uh, you know their situations. So it's a lot of juggling to be done in that regard. Uh, but I think we we have it uh, right, and um, because it's the numbers are growing by the day. So recently, in another conversation with a radio station, I I had uh, I was asked um, how many patients did I see uh, or treated uh, in my 40 years, and that was a very good question. And then I started thinking about. And I said, listen, you know what? It's probably 20,000, maybe, maybe top 30,000. Well, now in the last year and a half, I'm in charge of more than 200,000. So, uh, and growing. So, yes, it is a real, real need out there. And I think we are fulfilling it in a, in a very good, uh, very good way. Well, um, well, I'm curious, uh, you know, it's fascinating to be able to draw from physicians from all over the world and patients from all over the world. You know, <laughs> there are times when some of us feel overwhelmed by the Internet and social media and some of the problems it creates. And it's it's always good to to think and, and realize the good that can come from it as well. I'm curious um, if this app is free do is are you able to do all of this wonderful work with um, underwriting yeah. from other organizations or people? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, we are because what um, uh, what um, I'm doing also uh, it's uh, it's being involved with the research part, and the research part is based on the data that we obtain from our patients. And that's I'm very interested in doing research. We have done research presented at the American Society of Clinical Oncology um, <clears throat> to more than 40,000 uh, oncologists, uh, which uh, it's held uh, every year. Uh, also the European Society, and we are doing work with also with other entities and even pharmaceutical companies. Um, it's um, the app also can obtain real-world evidence of how patients are being treated in a special area, in a specific uh, disease, uh, with the correct uh, medications, and many insurances and uh, you know and uh, associations, medical associations are interested in understanding if the correct treatments are are being held or being given to the patients, and. Uh, so that is the our, in you can put it so so in inverted commas source of income, because that's where we derive the support for us and for our doctors to actually continue the work. Although I must tell you that many, if not the majority of the 
doctors working are not drawing any any salary or any money, and uh, they're doing it because they see the need to support the community of cancer patients. So um, the folks that use the app, they can also perhaps sign up for a clinical trial? Okay, so that is something I was going to talk about you now. Uh, well, know, hold that, you know, hold well, that thought, and we'll, uh, we'll come back after the thought. break. We'll come right back to you. Don't go away. If you've just joined us, okay. you're, you're listening to Caregiver okay. SOS On Air. I'm Ron Aaron, along with our co-host, Carol Zerniel, and we're talking with Dr. V on our Caregiver SOS On Air hotline. We are excited to bring you the all-new WellMed Radio. Our goal is to help make listeners healthier by focusing on health and wellness for adults everywhere. The new WellMed Radio features Dr. Joshua Beck, an outstanding family physician and attorney and veteran broadcaster, Ron Aaron. Ooh, that's me. Each week, we will focus on health prevention and wellness that's critical to the quality of life. The all-new WellMed Radio. And remember... WellMed Radio, Saturday at 7 a.m. on 9.30 a.m. The Answer, and Sunday at 12 on Freedom, 1160 KRDY. Well, thank you so much for riding along with us today on Caregiver SOS On Air. I'm Ron Aaron, along with our co-host, Carol Zorniel, and we're talking about an international organization uh, that takes a look at the life and times and challenges of cancer patients, caregivers, and healthcare professionals. It's called Belong.Life, and the chief medical director is with us, Dr. Daniel Vorobioff. And, Doctor, we're, we're listening uh, to what you're talking about, uh, and you were about to explain, expand on uh, what that information that you gather uh, can do for others. Yeah, so, so one of the other things that uh, we, are, we have started doing um, over the past year, year and a half, is uh, to obtain further information for our patients from available clinical trials. Uh, clinical trials, um, as you know, they are being conducted at uh, many places around the globe, but patients don't have the uh, ability or the understanding of how to actually be informed about that. And it can be a little bit of a nightmare to to go through all that um, uh, red tape, uh, let's call it. Uh, so we, we have a group of dedicated people that uh, will um, analyze all the characteristics of a specific patient and to try to match it with a clinical trial that is performed anywhere or elsewhere, we inform them of where the trials are being conducted, and then it's up to the patient, the family, to actually make the contact with those institutions and try to uh, get on those clinical trials. Let me ask you, as an oncologist, uh, the, the clinical trials are in some ways hit or miss. You don't know if it's going to help you, right? Well, yes or no. Um, there are many different types of clinical trials. There are clinical trials that they are uh, performed when uh, the patients have already had the best treatments available and is not responding, and when new drugs are being tested on these patients, 
uh, that is one type of clinical trials, but there are different clinical trials that they are uh, used in combination with um, uh, current uh, evidence-based uh, medications, and those are given as first-line treatments. So they, they are very, very important because you are offering the patient the best and the, the, you know, the gold standard. And uh, from that point of view, the patients can benefit, uh, you know, in, in, in a m much better way than waiting and using the same old drugs and, uh, until there is no more benefit. So clinical trials are extremely important in benefiting the patient uh, from that point of view. And also you have to remember that clinical trials are also not expensive for the patient because there are no payments, no, the drugs are provided free for the patients. And these days with the cost of some of the new drugs, this is a huge, huge advantage. Yeah, I so think we, that you, that's a that's do, a wonderful we, point. We match the patients to 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 those um, trials that they are ongoing, and then up to uh, the patient, the family, and the uh, clinical trial doctors and and the medical staff to actually uh, put one one and one together. Well, I you know I think you make a wonderful point. I think we all hear the stories of people that the cancer medications are prohibitive um, and if there is an opportunity to participate in a clinical trial and have all of those expenses covered, that really is, you know, uh, a, a great advantage uh, to being able to, to work with you all. Well, I'm curious, you know, you mentioned these these all these questions that you get every day. Um, what kind, you know, the questions that you get from family members, you know, can you give an example of maybe the, the a question that you get the most often? From caregivers. The most common question probably, the most common question probably is how to better support the patient, how better to deal with the side effects of the different uh, situations. I think that uh, what happens is that uh, when the patient and the caregiver arrive to the clinic and they are being told about the disease and when they are being told about the possible treatments and the possible side effects, they're being bombarded with so much information that once they leave the place, um, probably 50%, I don't know, more, more or less, um, I, it's gone. It's not uh, in their minds anymore. And it's only when, you know, a couple of days later, after the treatment, and they start feeling um, some side effects, and they, they are not sure from, you know, where, where, what is happening and why. And that's when the question starts. It's not the questions are not mainly when you are sitting in front of the doctor or the nurses that they are giving you the treatment. The question starts when you are at home and you have nobody to ask. And uh, or you rush to the emergency room, or you uh, try to contact your doctor. But um, what many members of Belong do is they contact us, and we try to answer the questions and prevent them from going, and you know, educate them from that point of view, and prevent them from going to the emergency room or from seeing the oncologist. To, 
because all what they need is an explanation. Um, we do not prescribe a medication. Uh, that's not in our. Um, that's not what we do. Uh, but we can tell them what to ask for uh, to the doctor or what to what we'll recommend. But uh, we will never prescribe or change the treatment uh, to, for anybody. Well, but I noticed. We'll give the support that I, they need. I noticed on the app that you have you can help the families organize their visits with a physician or yeah. you know the clinical visits which is a, is a is a big help because as you said you walk <laughs> out and you don't remember half of what you heard um, and yeah. being organized up front can help you you know get those questions in you know those kinds of questions that you're talking about that you know, your helpline's not going to be able to answer organize their visit, make sure they've written down the important information, um, and then as you know, they've got a, a wonderful support behind them uh, with this uh, particular app. Yeah, yeah. So that's correct. So the, all that is uh, part of the patient engagement uh, platforms and, uh, and not just to, you know, what questions to ask, but also to make it easier for the patient uh, to keep tab of uh, of the um, uh, appointments and to keep tab of uh, when uh, they are scheduled to, to have scans or further treatments or blood tests or all those things. So that helps in making their life a little bit easier. I'm not saying it solves their problems, but it really tries to smooth their, um, the difficulties that uh, they are undergoing and trying to make it, you know, have better quality of their time. Well, I can, I'm sure the fatigue, the fatigue, I, we, we deal with caregivers all the time and keeping up with appointments, keeping up with medication schedules. Those are the two things that absolutely wear the caregivers out. Right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure of that. Um, but as I said, the most common question I receive is about management of the patient, management of the side effects, uh, management of their daily life, and 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 uh, nutrition, uh, you know, tips and uh, anything related to uh, nutrition is very important, and and other lifestyle changes. Uh, so they're also looking at. Uh, help in that regard. Um, for sure it becomes very difficult because um, for us to <coughs> to give the precise diet or the precise um, uh, exercise management or um, because we don't have the patient in front of us, but we can inform them of what is available and we guide them in that regard and help them navigate uh, to try to get to the, the right stuff. So tell us, uh, Dr. V, 40 years as an oncologist, but now doing uh, this kind of work, uh, how rewarding is it for you? What's your psychic income? Yeah, well, <laughs> um, I think it's very rewarding, and if it wasn't, uh, I wouldn't be doing it probably. As, uh, um, as I usually said, I might be retired from seeing patients, but I'm not expired yet. Um, <laughs> so uh, I can still give a lot uh, to my patients and to, and to those in need. 
and uh, it is always rewarding. And uh, in the, even in the app, although you don't know the, the, the face of the patient or even the name of the patient, but uh, um, you cannot believe uh, how warm the people are and in replying and uh, in saying, you know, thank you, at least we have someone to talk to, <laughs> or you have made my mother's day uh, when I told her about the results and uh, things like that. And there are the small things that uh, keep you going, and those small things are very important. Where did you grow up? We're trying to identify your accent, which we love. Yeah. I was born in Argentina. And um, and uh, that's um, many years ago, many moons ago. And uh, actually, I uh, worked for 40 years, lived and worked 40 years in South Africa. And uh, so my English is uh, South African, but my accent is not. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, well, it's a, it's a charming accent. Um, and, you know, I'm sure that it's, uh, you know, it's such a relief to have this app, and I, you know, I, we will share this particular resource with our caregivers as well. We want to thank you so much yeah. for coming on. We appreciate your time. Thank you very much, and okay. continue the good work. Well, so, thanks. You so take care. Belong.life. Got it. Thanks, Dr. V. We appreciate your time. Along with Carol Zerniel, I'm Ron Aaron. We thank you for listening to Caregiver SOS On Air, and we will catch you again soon. You've been listening to Caregiver SOS On Air, an exclusive presentation of the WellMed Charitable Foundation. We welcome emails with suggestions and comments on this program at radio at wellmed.net. Join co-hosts Carol Zerniel and Ron Aaron next week for more on caregiving, improving the health and well-being of caregivers and their care recipients everywhere. For more on caregiving and podcasts of our programs, visit caregiversos.org.